intrepid listeners of the Godfrey Audio Guide. Please stick around after the credits for an important announcement about the show. And now, I hope you enjoy the episode. This is your final reminder that a signed liability waiver is required for entrance into the labyrinth. Any patron who enters without a signed liability waiver will receive a not harmful but strong electrical shock, which will only grow more pronounced the further into the labyrinth you attempt to go. Oh good. Intrepid patron, thank you for following the rules. Welcome to the labyrinth. As is true of so many collection items here at the estate, the labyrinth just appeared one day with absolutely no warning. The hedges that form its serpentine path, ranging from 10 to 20 feet tall from the very beginning, and they have only grown taller and thicker in the intervening time. Many patrons arrive here at the Godfrey interested in visiting the labyrinth, but often express disappointment at the lack of paths to choose from on their journey through it but that is precisely the distinction between a labyrinth and a maze. A maze has many branches and paths to wander, some of which will see you through to the end, some of which will lead you astray. A labyrinth has only one path, and though it may twist and turn, it will always lead you to its center. Such is the case here, though in an odd quirk discovered by those who have attempted to map the winding route to the center, its path has a habit of changing from person to person. In fact, no two people have ever reported the same route in all the years that the labyrinth has been here. Some patrons speak of a short and easy path, traversed in a matter of a few minutes. Others tell of a multi-level journey, of climbing up intricate staircases grown from the hedges themselves, up several twisting stories and back down again. None of this has ever been verified by outside observers, as the outward appearance of the labyrinth always remains constant. What path will you wander, intrepid patron? Despite the ever-changing route within the labyrinth, there are a few things that remain consistent from patron to patron. One being the flowers that occasionally bloom from the hedges. The most common are star jasmine blossoms, which provide the heady, sweet aroma prominent not only within the labyrinth, but also in the vicinity around it. Other, rarer blooms can sometimes be spotted by a keen-eyed observer, though no one has ever been able to identify them. They are large but well-camouflaged entities that resemble Venus flytraps in look, temperament, and diet. If you do see one of these, please admire them from a distance. They are usually hungry. Another consistency from patron to patron is the floating spheres of light that will sometimes appear at the labyrinth center. They are reminiscent of will-o'-the-wisps from folklore, but instead of leading you astray into the wilderness and to an untimely end, they illuminate the way out because, oddly, the path out of the labyrinth always seems to differ from the one that led into the labyrinth. And this path is always much, much darker. Just one more fascinating mystery. 
Oh, it looks like you may be approaching the center now. The GPS tracker in your audio device loses clarity within the labyrinth, so we are never fully sure of a patron's exact route to this place. What was it like? That seemed like one of the shorter paths. Oh, and keep a lookout for movement here. A handful of guests claim to have seen a hooded figure walking shadows. Then I have to see if you can spot them. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to the Godfrey Audio Guide. This episode was written and produced by Nicole Knudsen, with sound design and editing by James Ferrero, and featured performances by Nicole Knudsen and James Ferrero. Enjoying your trip to the estate? To keep up with the Godfrey, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Godfrey Guide, or visit our website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you're interested in becoming a sustaining member of the show, make sure to visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thegodfreeaudioguide. In addition to our various membership tiers, you'll also find full episode transcripts for any who wish to read them. Until next time, friends. See you back at the museum. Hello, everyone. It's show creator Nicole Knutson here. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm here to announce that the Godfrey Audio Guide will be going on hiatus for the next few months. This show has been in active production since January of 2020. Yes, since before the pandemic started and our two-person creative team could really use a break. But in the meantime, between now and the show's return in the fall, there are many different ways to continue supporting the Godfrey. Firstly, if you are in a position to financially support us, our Patreon will remain active for the duration of the hiatus, and not only that, for as long as we are on hiatus, we are opening up the monthly live chats with myself and James to all Patreon levels, which means you can come and hang out with us on the internet for as little as $1 a month. We'd love to meet you. Secondly, you can also support us financially by purchasing some of our merch items. Yes, we've got merchandise. We created our very own gift shop, as it were. You can find our online store at thegodfreeaudioguide.threadless.com. And finally, but perhaps most importantly, you can support The Godfrey by telling people just how much you love it. This strange little show is still very small, and word of mouth is the best way to help it grow. So please rate and review the show if you haven't already, and if you've got a friend or two who's into weird fiction with a healthy dollop of horror and some philosophical musing, tell them to subscribe. I think that's everything for now. Until next time, friends, we will see you back at the museum.